Welcome to the Deep Rooted Podcast. We're Jeff and Rochelle, and we're excited to be joining with you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. Yes. Um, lots of new subscribers, and I just want to say thank you um, for sharing. And guess what? We're not going to cuss this time. <laughs> we didn't cuss last we're, time. We did, yeah. If you, if you didn't listen to last time, we didn't cuss last time, but we're not going to talk about cussing. Yeah. <laughs> this time. Although today's topic actually really relates to... It does. ...to cussing. And so... <laughs> The, the people we're talking about today do cuss, probably. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Uh, but hey. Um, uh, so here's today's yep. topic on the Deep Rooted. And I want to remember and remind you, I have to remind myself, yep. uh, being deep rooted means being deep rooted in God's mm-hmm. word, um, going to scripture of how to think about things, uh, not just coming up with our own mm-hmm. ideas, but what to do when meanness invades the church. Oh, what are we supposed to do as followers of Christ? Yeah. We're in church when meanness invades the church. And as we think about this, we think, why in the world are we talking about this? Why Why in the world? And we're talking about this. Can I just say I, have a pa- I don't have a passion for meanness, <laughs> but I have a passion about this to talk about this because this is precisely what keeps people out of the church. Yeah. When, when people are thinking about coming to church, or maybe they have come to church, this is precisely what has chased them away. Yeah. And encountering we are mean in, individuals. Encountering meanness, encountering mean individuals. And we want to underline here that this has no place in the body of Christ. Yeah. Um, meanness is not a fruit of the Spirit. Uh, absolutely uh, not. Meanness. And I think we need to talk about what is mean. Yes, let's and, define. Um, you know, I I don't know. There's you could go and literally look up definitions. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, unkind, spiteful. Um, these are kind of some of the things that you will find. I think when we were chatting about it, even in preparation for today's podcast, when somebody has ill will towards you, mm-hmm. and so they don't desire the best, and they desire actually bad things and they're going to use their mouth, their words, their actions, their attitudes, even gossip to even, get it to accomplish it. And they may withhold words of encouragement, not just actively saying bad things, that yeah. is mean, but even withholding purposefully, purposefully yeah. on purpose. And so um, that's that's what mean is. I mean, yeah. you know, last uh, week we talked about what Paul said in Ephesians 4.30, like, do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouth, but only what is helpful, uh, helpful right? and yeah, beneficial. Up, but then yes. the next thing he talks about right after that verse was talking about this whole idea of being mean, and he named slander. Um, I mean, he lists off a greed, being greedy, all of these things that say this should not be a part of or in the body of Christ. The Apostle Paul was very clear that meanness, uh, slander, bitterness, he talks about rage and malice. All these things are not uh, congruent with somebody who's in step with the Spirit. Right. So why is it that in my life, the meanest encounters I've had have been in the church? Yeah. Um, And, you know, you sit there and you think, why is that? Mm. Um, you know, wow, I think we could go off on a whole bunch of things. Just because yeah. somebody's in the church doesn't mean they're in Christ. Right. That's... So that's a huge thing. Um, also, you know, people sin. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we, you know, sin, what there should be repentance. Often there's there's not. Yeah. So, you know, you have these situations about meanness. Um, you know, and I'm sure if I'm even talking to you, if we were sitting down to coffee, and I said, hey, has anybody been mean to you in the church? 
I think you would have an, an answer. Mm-hmm. And I, I want to make sure that meanness does not get mixed up with truth telling. They're not the same. They're not the yes. same. So, I mean, I think of many instances where just I've sat down with people in discipleship opportunities mm-hmm. or things like that. And I've just said, hey, I see this in your life. Yeah. Or somebody has said that to me. And they're they're calling out something. And they're wanting the best for me. They're, you know, yes. Or I'm wanting the best for that person. You know, like, hey, I, I really think that this part of your life isn't mm-hmm. lining up with God's word. Can I help you? That's not mean. That's truth telling. What's mean is when you attack somebody, even if you are telling the truth, but when you attack and you want something ill towards them. That's good because we live in a world right now where exposing sin, the call for repentance really equals um, hate speech, hate speech equals not loving anger. Right. You know, you've heard this in the podcast before, but the most, most loving thing you could do is tell someone the truth. The most loving thing you could do is be a part of encouraging someone back to Christ. You know, so that's, those aren't the same. Meanness is just straight out. Just people are giving you some words. Um, Giving you some hate. Yes. Giving, giving you some hate. Um, and so I, I, there, there's one, one instance that comes to mind. Um, you know, can we just start here? Is that yeah, okay? Is this it. too <laughs> getting too into it? I, I, our viewership's going up. But if you hey, want to hear all the mean things, I don't know. We can, well, uh, you know, <laughs> I don't want to do that kind of podcast. No, but, we don't want to do that, but we just want to expose some things that should not happen in the church. So I, I you know, I think as someone, this was actually from a, uh, a local church pastor in the area and, you know, shouldn't exist in the church, shouldn't exist in church leadership. And so this person uh, called me on the phone and was talking about uh, many things that we won't talk about right now, just just some, some stuff. And in the midst of this conversation, he said this statement that confounded me. He said this statement, probably stung a little bit, but it was just confusing more than anything. And this person said, I'll play fair, but I like to play hardball. Uh, I'll play fair, but I like to play hardball. And so my first thought was, I didn't know we're playing a game. Yeah, people's souls and their lives are not a game. Yeah. They're not a game to yeah. a pastor, um, or at least a pastor who who wants the best for those they're leading. They're not a game. Um, when somebody, yeah. you know, it's not like, oh, check mark, got a point. You know, somebody got saved. Oh my goodness. These are souls. Yeah. Or I, I, I stole that sheet from another church and now they're going to mine. That is, if we get into a game yeah. like that, um, it's a really scary the thing. The kingdom of God is not about competition. We're not here to compete with one another. It really isn't. Um, we're, you and I are competitive in nature in the sense of we love games, we love sports, all that There's stuff. There's some ping pong in there. There is some, yeah. and we'll, you know, we'll fight to the death. Absolutely, I'll end up losing probably anyway. But, um, but this whole thing in the body of Christ this isn't about competition. And I thought, wow, we've entered a new level so, of meanness. So here. we yeah. have experienced, wow, a new level of meanness, a new level of aggression inside the church that shouldn't exist in humanity. But can I tell you? shouldn't exist in the church. Well, and even just to kind of wrap this story up, which that story has a lot of layers to it. Yes. Um, that will be shared. Yeah. Just not on this podcast today. Yeah. But um, it will be shared. And to wrap that up a little bit, it was, hey, you know what? You can play the game all you want. I'm yeah. out. Yeah. You can play that game. I'm out. 
I yeah. don't play those kind of games. So there's someone out there playing a one-sided game. <laughs> yeah. You know, so. you know uh, we just want to see people one for the kingdom. And so Absolutely. what do you do when meanness invades the church? What do you do? Because we all play a part. Yeah. And it's not just if you are being mean, stop it. Well, that would be a good one. <laughs> That'd be a good Repent, <laughs> stop, and turn around. That's good. Yeah. But really, what do you do when you see meanness? Mm-hmm. Or what do you do when you you're you're the target of meanness? Yeah. Uh, what do you do when you see somebody being mean to other people in the church? Yeah, and you know it. it what do you do? And that's what that's really what we're here to talk about because yeah. none of this goes unnoticed. I mean, mm-hmm. it eventually comes out. What do you do with it? And, and, and number one, what you have <laughs> to do about it, you see it, you know about it, is you confront it. You confront it. And this is, I will say, this is inconvenient because, uh, you know, undoubtedly we're going to hear something or just see something that, you know what, we wish we didn't witness. We just, we we wish we didn't see meanness because I don't know, nobody that I know really wants to confront anybody. And so when we see it, we're at this, like, there's a pit in our stomach. What do we do about it? And if we're going to protect the unity of the church um, or in people, we have to confront it. I will say this, don't stay silent about it. When people stay silent Mm -hmm. about aggression inside the church, about meanness in the church, they become complicit in it, okay? We can't see something, not do anything about it, pray for the Holy Spirit to reveal it and act as if we're doing what we need to do. If you see it, it, then the Holy Spirit has revealed it to you. Absolutely. If you see it, the Holy Spirit has revealed it to you because that's not something that just is like, oh, oh I just happened to see it. Didn't want to see it. Ah, yeah, maybe someone away. else will do something. Maybe somebody else will do it. If you study history at oh, all, like man. I'm a huge yeah. World War II. I, I love studying um, ever since, really, for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I had the opportunity to hear from firsthand accounts of people who hid uh, Jewish people when I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. Now, they've, they've, they've passed now. I mean, obviously, just do some math here. But um, I had the opportunity to listen and to, and to learn yeah. and, and, and to do study. And so often when we look and we study World War II, we put ourselves today when we're reading those stories in the position of the hero like of course I would stand for truth no matter the cost and I would protect and I would hide people and and I wouldn't fall into all of this I would never remain silent and yet the Mm -hmm. the the utter like statistics show that's not true yeah (laughs) like the majority of people in the in the 30s and the 40s stayed silent the majority the large majority of people and and so why are we doing this podcast because it's super easy to be silent oh absolutely that's our probably i would say our natural inclination absolutely and i and i really believe other people will tell you to be silent about it they will you know i i have brought out like I don't know, maybe I'm a glutton for punishment, but I'm just going, you know what, this isn't right. I have yeah. a strong justice vein. Like mm-hmm. I, I can't I can't watch this happen to somebody. Yeah. And most people respond, just be quiet. Just don't talk about it. Yeah. Neutral doesn't exist. Well, I, I think in the body of Christ, confrontation almost seems unkind. 
because people say, well... Well, then we're not reading we're, Paul's writings at all or yeah, the, exactly. the writings of Jesus. Yep. He talks about both of them, yep. about how to confront. Yes. Not whether or not you should. I mean, of course, there's wisdom in that, but it's not like no confronting. It's no. when you do this, this is how you do it. I mean, I mean, Paul says things like silence them. Paul says things like have nothing to do with such people uh, because he understood what, what this kind of hostility with inside the church, uh, the, the, the havoc it wreaks. Not only Paul, though. On Jesus people. talks Jesus. about this in Matthew 18 and yep. 17, and um, he talks a lot about this. So this yeah. is not just, you know, some people are like, well, Jesus never talked. No, like Jesus, we've got to yeah. really read Jesus' words. Uh, most people say Jesus never defended himself or Jesus stayed silent before his accusers. That was one way he responded. Um, there yeah, was, there study was all the responses. Many other ways that he responded. He had a lot of words <laughs> for the religious leaders that other people would have deemed unkind, but they were truthful. And and he was literally not being mean. Yeah. He was bringing out truth and confronting those who were literally abusing other people. And, and if you're mean. and if you're in the body of Christ, we have to understand there are sides. There is uh, the side of of Christ, and you know, and there is the side of the enemy who seeks to cause dysfunction and steal, kill, and destroy. Elie Wiesel, mm-hmm. who was he survived um, the Holocaust, the death Holocaust camps. Yeah. death camps. He said this in his speech when he received the Nobel Peace Prize. And I find it so appropriate here. He said, "We must always take sides." This is a person who yes. experienced <laughs> yeah, experience this firsthand. It, yeah. We must always take sides. Neutrality helps the oppressor, never the victim. Silence encourages the tormentor, never the tormented. So the next time you're tempted to not take sides, to be neutral, I want to encourage you to think of the person who's being tormented, the person who is the victim, and what kind of night they might have at home tonight. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. Because the silence never uh, is an advantage to the person who's being attacked. And so as people in the body of Christ, we need to confront it. We can confront it. We don't have to be hateful and should not be hateful in our confrontation, but we should confront it. We well, and should we can confront it. another believer really easy. Hey, oh, this that's... isn't this isn't indicative how of how Christ yes. deals with us. And we don't deal with one another this way. We confront it. Being silent really gives uh, no power to those who are being sinned against. And that that is just huge. And I, I think that goes right into protecting yeah. the vulnerable. Oh, yeah. Um, you know. Protect the vulnerable. Yeah, as absolutely. a church body, we are commanded as followers of Christ to protect the vulnerable. And, um, man, there's so many people that would fall in that category. But I mean, I especially think of the next generation. Mm-hmm. Children. um, that they are vulnerable and we need to protect them from this kind of meanness. Yeah. Um, they're learning about who Christ is. They're learning about the church. Um, yeah. And wow. I mean, for people to just be mean. Yeah. I mean, there, there's stories replete with examples of abuse, hmm. um, just unkind. Um, wow. Yeah. Lots of stuff. The next generation, I think of the older generation. Um, people who've gone before us that I, I tell you what, we live in such an unkind world right now that people feel like they can treat the older generation <laughs> as something to be disposed of. I really think that. And I think that's shameful. Yeah. I think that's absolutely shameful. And that should not be said yes. in the body of Christ. Should not be said. 
Uh, I would say vulnerable people are those in the lower power position. You say, what in the world is the lower power position? Somebody maybe who does not have a position in the church. Um, you know, somebody, maybe the, somebody who has a position in the church is in the lower po- power position because they don't have the relational um, connections, connections yeah. that other people do. So, uh, the you know, a person in the low power position is a, is a new person in church. A visitor. Uh, I just, to the I really feel that like a new, they're, a they're new believer. To, you know, do you realize? A new believer, like, oh my goodness, yes. wow, we've got to protect. They're like babies. I, I don't know if we realize, if we, we've been going to church for any amount of time, how frightening it can be to even visit a church and to, to start yeah. breaking. I, I don't know how, if we can really even put ourselves in that to realize what it takes for some people to even come in the doors of the church. And then to encounter meanness. Yeah. When, you know, you're expecting it out in the world. Um, you know, I, what, we've had to deal with this. Yeah. And, yes. you know, when people come to Christ, we cannot expect that they're going to act. If they've yes. lived in the world, they've lived in sin, yes. they're not going to all of a sudden, boom, one Sunday, oh, yeah. I know what to wear. I know how to act. I know what I should and shouldn't do. I know the cultural, you know, like appropriate things and my kids are going to act perfect or whatever. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and yet we're, it's like we love, oh, we're reaching the vulnerable. Okay, come in and be right. Until the vulnerable start coming. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think of, you know several instances and we've been in ministry for 20 years so you're not going to be able to guess (laughs) all these things but you know we had a lady come to church get saved and she'd come to the altar and just like weep and people are like oh she just doesn't wear appropriate clothing and actually the people came to this woman yeah telling her you don't wear appropriate things and until you can wear appropriate things don't come that lady never came back I pray, I pray that, that, you know, that she found a a kinder group of people. Yeah, that grieves me. You know, uh, people coming in the door with a hat. Well, you don't come in into this church with a hat on to worship. Well, where does it say that? We're we're welcoming people. That's not a disturbance, you know. So, um, I don't know. Just scary. And when 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 we hear these things, there's part of me that just inside me absolutely dies almost because it's like we are here to reach to reach yes. people and if if we're not welcoming and just say hey we're ready um, that doesn't mean we don't have standards or doesn't mean we don't believe in the truth of scripture but that does mean we allow people to be in a position where the truth of scripture can impact them without us putting them off absolutely so um, um we've got to you know, we've got to confront it <laughs> we've got to protect the vulnerable, those groups of people we yes. were just even talking about. But I, I think this one's this really huge. One. I think yeah. we've just got to refuse to allow our heart to become mean. Yeah. Um, you know, I, a prayer that I've prayed throughout mm-hmm. all of ministry, uh, I'll probably pray till I go, I go to heaven, <laughs> uh, <laughs> is that my heart would remain yeah. soft and I'd have a thick skin, but my heart would remain soft mm-hmm. because I think that that just meanness has a way of chiseling you into just a hard heart. And that that is honestly the aim of the devil. <laughs> yep. The devil wants uh, us to be a like just meaner than the world. Oh, like the man. devil wants to make us mean. Yes. And the reality is, is he's succeeding in a lot of ways. Yes. And mm-hmm. um, 
you know, I, I'm sure, like I said before, all of us couldn't think of ways in which we've encountered meanness. I just don't want my heart to become yeah. mean. I don't want my heart to become cynical. Like, oh, when's the other shoe going to drop? <laughs> you know, when's somebody going to, you know, get mad today? Everybody's oh, like yeah, this. Right, right. I just, I want my heart to remain soft. I want to exude joy. You know, I don't, I don't want, like you said, I don't want the meanness that has invaded the church and does to get in here. To get in here. Yeah. I want to fight it. I want to confront it. I want to do all these things. I want to protect the vulnerable, but I want to do what Proverbs 4.23 says. I love Proverbs 4.23. Above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. One ver- translation says, uh, for it is the wellspring of life. Yeah. Everything wanna, comes from it. <laughs> yeah. I want to guard my heart. I don't want to wow. set up walls that wow. nothing can get in so that Christ can't get in. But I want to set up boundary markers so that the mm-hmm. meanness of the world can't get in here. So what comes from here is joy, is peace, is the, the fruit of the Spirit that Paul talks about in Galatians. And I want to be someone that people look at that says, I want to go to that person's church. Uh, you know, I, I, you know I, I just want to exude that. And so I think that's a huge thing as followers of Christ. Let's not get jaded. Let's not get cynical, even though it's easy. But let's let's refuse to allow our heart to become me. And I think this is hard work. It is. It is hard like, work. This isn't like, oh, no big deal. Um, I think it's hard work just to, to tend to the soil of our hearts yeah. and just making sure, okay, I sense this part's getting calloused. Yeah. Okay, let's let's work that ground. Let's work it up. Spending time in God's presence, uh, spending time worshiping him, um, you know, talking it out. Yes. I think the enemy would have you be silent about it. Even about this topic, yep. I think... I think this is like, should we talk about this? I don't know if this is super positive. It's real, folks. Like we've got to talk about this. If um, whatever we can't talk about will own us. Whatever we can't bring up, actually, it will hold us down. We will be held in captive by those things that we have deemed for whatever reason, or somebody may have told us you can't talk about that. That is a way that the enemy effectively keeps us in prison. So yeah. this is something that needs to be talked about. Yes. It needs to be addressed. Yes. And when you see it, you know, God's showing it to you yeah, exactly. to deal with it. If you see yeah. it in your own self, yep. repent. Yes. There's there's repentance, there is forgiveness. If you're like, man, I've been mean. Yeah. Repent to Jesus, repent to the person, and, mm-hmm. and then move on. Um but this should not be the characteristic of the church Absolutely. of Christ, Absolutely. the body of Christ. I mean, I'm talking the large C mm-hmm. church and love, mm. <laughs> love, love with, with kind truth words mm-hmm. is what God's calling us to. And somebody may have stumbled on the podcast. You're not in church right now. And you're thinking, you know, I'm not in church because of exactly what you're talking about. And can I just encourage you? Um, to to give it a second shot, knowing that not every person is like maybe the mean person you encountered. Yep. Not every person is Don't like the mean person. Don't put that face on every single Absol- person. Absolutely. Give it another go around. Absolutely. Uh, and I know some of you are going, you don't know. Yeah. yeah. I know. <laughs> I'm saying there's a lot. You'll just keep listening to the podcast. Yeah, You're going to be here, not today, but you'll be hearing. And I just tell you, Give it another go around. Absolutely. God's 
using his church. He's yes, building yes. his church. There are people who are still passionately loving mm-hmm. with Jesus, and they actually love. Yeah, they do. And so yes. don't let a past experience say, nope, never given that a try. Yeah. Do it again. Yes, definitely. Hey, take a moment to to like, share, subscribe, whatever you're listening, wherever you're listening. Let us know. Comment. Send an email. I'd Let love to know. hear your thoughts. By the way, they need to know, where do I send an email? Info at thedeeprooted.com. Info. We have a legit email address now. There so. you go. Check um, out our website and you can just click on there. Too. Absolutely. Send a, send a little form or whatever. Yep. We'd love to hear from you. But until next time, we will see you right here on the Deep Rooted Podcast. Thank you.